money, deals, tribal knowledge, resources, training, coaching, partnering. We are Texas's largest real estate investor association at texasstarterkit.com. My name is Shanoa Grove. Welcome to the show. We want to make this a moment in here. So every week we get to go through a different uh, tip. Last week we were talked we talked about how a bank failure can help you in your real estate investing business because uh, last uh, last Tuesday when we met uh, it was about three days after the SVB uh, bank failure, and uh, today we're going to talk we're going to continue along that path because a lot of the new discussion is how um, the bank failures are affecting new home builders. What do you? Think things happening uh, with new home builders. Where do new home builders get their money from? Banks. What kind of banks specifically? How about local banks? How about small banks? How about regional banks? Right? So that's typically where home builders are getting uh, their uh, their money from. So what we're finding, and this is very early, so uh, just kind of looking into the crystal ball here, that these bank failures may disproportionately affect those new home builders who are getting all of their money typically from these regional banks, right? And they're getting these lot loans. And um, what what are people doing? I'm curious, how many of you guys um, two weeks ago were at a regional bank, like a smaller local regional bank? Who are, who are you? I'm just curious. Raise your hands. Just want to know. Seriously, I want to know who you are. Okay, so just just a couple of you guys. I'm, okay, Amogee Bank. I'm curious. Did you take any of your money out of Amogee after SVB failed? You took it out of Bank of America, which is this the second largest bank in like the United States. Okay. Uh, did you take any of your money out? Did you take any of your money out? Okay, so the last week when I asked that question when we were doing this meeting uh, last Tuesday, there was one person who was like, yeah, I, I ran in there, I took $5,000 out of the bank. So um, she was she was the one wearing the bank run 2023 shirt. Um, <laughs> But uh, uh, so a lot, I have heard a lot of people who are moving their uh, funds out of these smaller, more regional banks and putting them in to the better capitalized, theoretically, right? So uh, I think there's going to be a lot of kind of peeking behind the curtains after what happened with SVB and some of these other banks as well in terms of what, uh, how they're investing the money that we have on deposit with them. Um, but a lot of these uh, new home builders are um, using these local, smaller, these regional banks, right? And uh, what I've heard is that a lot of people are pulling their money out of those local, smaller, regional banks to move over to these more uh, capitalized banks um, just because of fear, right? Now, what I, and, and I think, I, I feel like I, I'm, I'm conflicted about this. I don't know if I am thrilled that the Fed backstopped the depositors with by increasing the FDIC insurance to whatever you had on deposit, right? That was a pretty wild um, and very quick move uh, by Treasury Secretary uh, uh, Janet Yellen um, to basically say what? Calm, calm down, everybody. Calm down, everybody, and 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 don't do a run on these banks because we're gonna be we're gonna be a backstop for them. Now, I think you know um, I, I have you know as as a full on capitalist, like I have some 
I have some problems with that, but also I'm super thrilled because it allows me to continue to do what I do in my business, right? Because if we are all afraid that the banks are not going to be a safe haven for us, then we're going to have more mattress money than we ever had. And I kind of feel like, did, does anybody else feel like COVID killed cash? Somebody else, yeah, COVID like killed cash. Um, so, 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 but, but I think that, but I think that the SVB failure is, is resuscitating. It's, it was like, just put a little defibrillator on cash and it was a bank failure, right? So I, I feel like that that's happening. So, and I'm seeing a lot of those uh, customers, I've heard a lot of people are moving their monies to other banks and even from moving from the major banks as well. And as that happens, um, that results in less liquidity, especially for those regional banks. And, and, and these bank examiners, you know, are going to be kind of tightening the screws a little bit as they're sitting in some of these banks' offices to make sure that they're investing the depositors' money um, effectively. Because I think that was really the major reason why SVB failed. They made some kind of dumb decisions in terms of their investments, put in some of these longer-term assets that they had to sell quickly and they had to take losses on. These smaller regional banks have... Uh, uh, less, liquidity, less liquidity, also less money to lend. That means builders have less access to capital and that access to capital will be constricted. So, so that is going to do what in terms of supply for us? It's gonna, it's gonna reduce it. It's gonna be, re, it's gonna reduce it. So, what, what does that mean when our supply is? Um, how, how does that work for us as real estate investors? And I don't know, I don't, I, I think, so if I think of, so, so builders were already pulling back their production because as interest rates rise, they're like, okay, we've seen this before. This looks like a replay of 2008. If you look at the building permits uh, between, for example, 2021 versus 2022, and if you look at how 2022 ended in building permits, right, the building permits dropped dramatically because the builder said, we don't want to get caught on the, caught in this. And... Um, so they were already pulling back uh, uh, in the face of those increasing interest rates. Uh, and now, because of maybe some of these liquidity issues on some of these smaller regional banks, uh, we could have um, a short-term problem or a longer-term issue. It's really hard to say at this point in terms of what that liquidity is going to look like. But what I will tell you is that less supply from the builders actually, in my opinion, helps us as real estate investors. So one of the reasons why, even though our sales have been down 30% in some, uh, the last half of 2022 versus where it was in 2021, the reason why we didn't see any downward pressure on that average and medium price as we finished out 2022 was for one reason and one reason only. Why? Why? We still weren't building anything. We still didn't have supply. And some in some markets, uh, last year the Austin market, for example, had a two-week supply of inventory. The historical average for months of inventory is like six months. If you have a two-week supply, what's happening with price? It's going up like crazy. And in fact, in the Austin market, it was going up at 30% year over year. And most of the markets throughout Texas, it was somewhere between a one and two month supply at the beginning of 2022, all the way through about May of 2022, when some of the interest rates started to really pull buyers out of the market. But what I will tell you is from a builder standpoint, and even from 
so, so from a builder who's, you know, kind of more of a production builder, as well as a builder who's just, you know, building like, a, you know, 10 townhomes, right, here in Houston, right? Um, there, when, when that uh, money starts to peel off and, and not, not show up for them, when they've got a new project that they want to build, um, it will continue to lower inventory. So we've been in positions where we've almost doubled inventory in some markets over the last year. Uh, but we've still kept prices up because uh, even though dub we've doubled inventory, it's still relatively low. So if this um, SVB bank failure uh, and combined with those high interest rates takes a lot of the builders out of the market, then for those of us who are doing the rehabs, the renovation projects, the fix and flips, right? Um, we're not competing as much with builders as we otherwise would. So from that perspective, if you were previously building and now you're in a spot where like, I'm not gonna be able to get some of those same funds for building, but I can get those funds for just a single family uh, fix and flip, then that might be where the market tells you to go, right? So I feel like a lot of new investors as they're getting started, it's like, I have this, I have this strategy, I've got this plan. And it's like, my plan is this. Well, your aperture is is very narrow. And when your aperture is very narrow, you're not maybe listening to all of the other influences that are coming in around you that are telling you, uh, that, that was a great idea three years ago when the market was here. But let's look at where the market is now and let's look at where the market's going and let's expand that. So you have to be um, strategically agnostic. So what that means to me is the reason why I have not had to update my resume for 20 years is because I didn't just stick to one strategy, right? So as the market goes up and down and as it changes, um, you have to update your strategies. You have to change your strategies. Otherwise, you're going to be that person who's just beating their head over and over again against a wall until that wall ultimately takes you out, right? So I want you guys to be strategically agnostic and look at some of the market factors that are going to impact the way um, that are going to impact the success. So I would I would challenge you guys to be strategically agnostic. So for me, that means you know we use twelve different strategies. We invest in single family. We invest in multifamily. Um, we want, uh, I mean, we're, we're uh, uh, all real estate all the time because I live, breathe, eat, sleep, uh, dream uh, real estate 24-7 uh, and have for the last 20 years. Uh, I want you guys to uh, be around other people who have their heads so deep in this and analyzing all these different <laughs> things as well to make sure that you guys get in positions uh, to make those uh higher prices and those higher profits for us as real estate investors and understand what this banking opportunity, what this banking disaster, how that can be an opportunity for us as well. So that's what I wanted to share with you. Texas's largest real estate investor association at texasstarterkit.com. If you like today's episode, please subscribe, comment, share with other investors, or join us directly at texasstarterkit.com.